0: My friend Olivia is such a big fan of you. Uh, my friend Olivia Jensen, she's a really, like, she really loves your stuff. And just, like, uh, she wanted to ask you, like, what is, like, a guilty pleasure, like, musical act that you've been really enjoying lately?
1: Oh, a guilty pleasure musical act that I've been enjoying lately. I, I really, I, I hate to be this person, but I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. I'm sort of like, if you like oh. it, it, it's making your life better and it's worth it. Um <laughs> trying to think of anything that I'm vaguely ashamed to listen to and I'm not coming up <laughs> with anything well I the a, a band that I liked that I didn't have any friends who also liked them was uh, the information society you know them no the single that got the biggest from them was um I want to know what you are thinking there are some things you can't hide I want to know what you are feeling tell me what's on your mind boom <laughs> 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 pure energy. So it like this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like that. Thank you. Thanks. That was good. What Eliza, (laughs) like what is your, like, I guess like, what's like the um, musical act that's kind of like spanned the longest, like your fandom of it. Like what's, what musical act has like spanned like the longest for you?
1: Um, There's a few, I would say Prince as I am wearing a Prince Mm -hmm. shirt Um, and and Bowie and also the Indigo girls, Prince and David Bowie, both. It's so Challenging while still being catchy, which I think is just that's what you that that's the the pinnacle for pop music if it's surprising and unexpected but also a full on pop that mm-hmm. be, you've hit everything
0: and that's like a hard like you know kind of intersection to like cross of so just like popular good artistic and all of that like just like when it's like that's like what a really special like kind of artist yeah. and uh I just want to say. I think you, Eliza Skinner, meet at all those intersections. Oh,
1: thank you. That's so nice of you. I'm yeah. trying to. Who knows? But thank you. Yeah. Let's start the episode. Okay. Click.
2: <laughs>
0: remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remembered that it's sitting in the closet. So I called
2: you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to you.
0: to do
1: that why don't you come over and talk about it ooh, ooh, ooh. why don't you come over
0: and talk about it usually what happens is like the transition to the cult to like the intro of the show is like very jarring and just like just like upsetting and stuff like that um <laughs> <laughs> That was yeah. smooth as Try, silk. Trying to re <laughs> yeah. trying to read Rand as a fun guy. That's nice. Uh <laughs> welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. And oh boy, we got some nice guests here. Um, <laughs> um yeah, we got some nice guests here. Uh today and let's start by introducing our um guest host uh you might know them you might know her from guessing on a few episodes of our show in the past mm-hmm. and uh it's uh let's just give it up for josie Chuck, everybody
2: yeah thank you thank you <laughs> glad to be here yeah
0: yeah so um like let's just like let's um i guess like just like address it really quickly of just like um so- <laughs> This is the part I didn't actually prepare for. <laughs> um, but like ever since like, you know, guessing on our show, you've mm-hmm. guessed it on our show two times. Mm-hmm. Um, but like uh, ever since you uh, transitioned and mm-hmm. that's really, that's really cool. And that's really amazing. Like, uh, I guess, like, is there um, anything you would like the audience to know anyone, you know, anything like you'd like the audience to know anything, you know, we should like take into consideration. Like, I just want to like,
2: treat you like as a normal friend but like yeah that's very thoughtful um i don't know like no not really <laughs> um yeah. i think i'll actually you know what i will say one thing um one thing i um have always kind of had a problem with is the way that my voice sounds right um and so now i've been like doing like speech pathology trying to like train my voice to kind of like sound a little bit different so um i think it'd be really interesting to see uh, to kind of like hear in the episode what it sounds like yeah. Um like so this this you know this is the third episode I've been in now and it's like oh like I sound different I have a different name I probably hopefully look a little bit different um yeah I'm interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah and like uh I will say like first of all like the difference is noticeable like oh, and you. um Good. it is noticeable <laughs> like you like you sound feminine and it's like, really, you have a very lovely voice. I've always thought you've had a lovely oh, voice, you. but you, you especially now have a lovely voice. And then the other thing is like, you were, when I asked you to guest on a previous episode, mm-hmm. you know, earlier this year, you were a little hesitant. You're a little bit like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know mm-hmm. if like my voice is ready, stuff like that. But like, <laughs> uh, mm. I needed a guest co-host and you were very generous. You said you needed to push yourself and you're doing it. You're, we're doing yeah. it. We're doing Look it. Look at <laughs> us. Hey. Hey, look at us. <laughs> Who would have thought? Not me. I, I did all of the parts. <laughs> like, well, you know, usually can't. it's like it's, it's an exchange, but like, <laughs> that's that's fine. Um, but, now let's, <laughs> uh, but now let's get into our guest of honor. Uh, you might know her as the, the host of cool playlists. You might know her as the head writer for Earth to Ned. And you might know her by listening to her (laughs) through your through your ears. uh, Her new stand up record and song record uh, regarding my regarding my lovers. Yeah. Yeah. Regarding my lovers. uh, It's Eliza Skinner, everybody.
1: Um, It's you. I just had to move from my office into my living room because I kept freezing on this. And so hopefully... We'll get through this with no freezing. Um, yeah. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been a long time coming. Yes. Uh, you know, we've been like, you know, kind of corresponding. Uh, yes. And uh, we finally got you to, <laughs> we finally got you to commit to sit down in a room for it, two hours. I mean, hours and what you needed endure to do us. was
1: say, th- listen to this record. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, I can do that. Like, every, <laughs> at this point, every time I have to make any kind of decision, I'm like, huh, what? Well, I don't know what record. What is a record? You know, I mean, what, how, what do you mean, <laughs> the meaning to listen to? It. Like, I don't know. And what's what a record that I like? Like, more than the other? You know, so I really <gasps> just got a very nonsensical. Oh, yeah. And there's my dog, Boo. Oh, oh, my God, it's Boo! There's Boo. He likes to hang out there while I Zoom. I love
0: Boo so much. Um... Yeah, like we're here talking with Eliza and uh, you got a new show on Disney Plus, Earth to Ned. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like, tell us, a, like, for those who might not know what that is, <laughs> like, uh, could you tell us a little bit about, like, what the show is sure. and like, you know. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Earth to Ned is a late night talk show hosted by an alien. Um, And, of course, when you say late night, it's streaming, so you can watch it at any time. But it's in the style of a late night show. And Mm -hmm. it's hosted by an alien aboard his ship, which is buried deep beneath the Earth. He was sent to the Earth to destroy the planet. And then when he got here, he found our movies and TV shows and fell in love with (laughs) Earth culture and entertainment (laughs) and decided to be a part of it instead. So it's him. It's his sidekick, Cornelius. Um Mm -hmm. uh this the ship's AI, Betty, and a bunch of these little creatures called clods that um are are just Mm -hmm. inhabit the ship. And yeah, they beam different celebrities on. And what I loved about it um and really, really pushed from the get was that after having worked in a lot of um celebrity entertainment shows, I really don't like this general worship of celebrities, this general sort of like Hmm. they're. They're great just because they're pretty and rich and know each (sighs) other. Like, I don't care about most of the things they say on late night shows. So I wanted a show where we ask people to justify themselves as humans where instead of saying, you know, what kind of what kind of uh, onset pranks do you do? It's like, what do dreams mean? And <laughs> explain love to me and things like that. So um, wow. and yeah, they ask them just sometimes it's more uh, entertainment related questions, but sometimes it's just fundamental human experience questions. And Yeah, I think I think we, we came up with something fun. I'm very happy with it.
0: Yeah, I think it is like the like the closest like thing to like old school Muppets in a way Mm -hmm. of just like, you know, it's for like anyone could technically watch it. Like people who are who love comedy, kids can watch it, too. And like they'll be fine and not scarred forever. Um, (laughs) And uh, it's just like such a it's also like such a technically like. I imagine it's such like a technically like challenging show that you were, you're able to pull out like, yeah, in a sense, yeah, like it's is a, really crazy. that
1: especially is a really advanced puppet. Um, he's got animatronics in his head and face. Uh, it takes six puppeteers to work him. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. There's, a, there's one puppeteer in the front hands and one on uh-huh. the, uh, one side hand and another on another side hand. So that's three. And then there's a puppeteer that's just mm-hmm. sort of in the body, in the torso. <laughs> Um, so it's four <laughs> and then there's uh, one that controls the eyes and the head flaps. It's five. Wow. And then six is Paul Rugg, who does the voice and uh, the mouth. Um, and yeah, the, sometimes the animatronics would break and we would have to like tinker in the head and fix it or swap mm-hmm. out a new head. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it, it was really amazing. But then also we have such different types of puppets on it. Um, Cornelius is much more along the lines of Muppets, except he does have animatronic eyes. But besides yeah. that, it's just this, and it's it's one puppeteer, and then a, a, another puppeteer being the other hand. Um, Betty is all uh, digital puppeteering, so it's still done live, like everything else. But sh- hmm. it, but that puppeteer is using a puppet like uh, thing <laughs> machine mm-hmm. to control the this just two dimensional animated thing. And then the clods are the most basic puppet that Jim Henson created. It was one of his first creations, this, this design. I mean, they weren't clods. They were some oh other my. little creature, but of basically having a mouth with eyes on a stalk and then having another hand be these little tentacly legs. <laughs> so all it can really do is open and close its mouth and open and close its eyes and move its tentacles, maybe go up and down a little bit. But still, we right. were able to get so much emotion out of them that was we the writers would write all these like complex things, like the clods feel taken aback and yet hopeful. And I would, I would be on set with Brian Henson, and he would be like, "What are you doing? We can't, they can only open their eyes and mouths. They can't look to make it back and open." Them. And I was like, "Yes, they can. They keep doing it every day on set. I, it's up to the puppeteers to figure that out, and they always do." And he'd be like, "Okay, you're right. really looking for weird stuff here. but uh, but they did. They did it. It, it always worked."
0: that's incredible. Like that's so I always love like learning about that stuff. And like, I love puppeteering, I puppeting and stuff like that. Um, you also, you play the, do you play the roaster? toaster? Yes, I am the roaster. Yeah, toaster. Yeah. That's like one of my, that was one of my favorites. Thank like, you. It's like, just like,
1: yeah. Every time somebody comments on the roaster toaster and says they like it, I think they're pranking me. <laughs> Cause I'm like, really, <laughs> you know, that was me. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I mean, I guess that was cool. Um, yeah, it was a last minute addition that we, we made them throw that toaster together and, uh, I was actually looking into trying to bring in one of my other comedy friends to voice it. And then uh, the other executive producers and people were like, you should just do it. And so I was like, OK, fine, mm. I'll voice it. Wow. I get to be a puppeteer now. I get my little <laughs> really, <laughs> really tying my hands behind my well, back. I guess I'll you do it. I really wanted to try to fill the show with as many different um, people and points of view and um, voices kind of almost in a spiritual sense to be like, the more great people I think I've got in the soup pot, the better the show is going to be. Um, And so I was like, this is an opportunity for me to bring in some, some comedian that I think is great and great at roasting. Uh, But then it turned out I went into the soup pot um, just in a different Mm. way. And yeah. Yeah. And
0: I think that, and like, that's also the, the, the guest choices are like really cool too. Just like, you know, just like, yeah. Like comedy people, we all like, you know, people who like, you know, love comedy and like love that world. Like, Michael Ian Black and like Paul Sheer and stuff, but like yeah, you get like you know folks like kids might enjoy, and it's like it's really, really like this really lovely like smorgasbord of like just like funness.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I feel like yeah. um, there was like a, a, a the three main elements, and this is what I'm deciding today. Maybe tomorrow I will have a completely different view on what we did, but I I think cool. the three main elements are um, vulnerability, silliness, and curiosity. And I and I think that 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 was what I wanted to do, probably with more of a focus on the curiosity. And that Mm -hmm. was what Brian Henson wanted to do, probably with more of a focus on the vulnerability. And Mm. all in all, those three are probably the I think kind of what sets the Henson stuff apart and how Mm. we happen to strike that that Henson tone that I think people are are feeling with it. Um because they're not just jerks, they're not just meanies. They have that vulnerability. Right. Um and they're and they're legitimately curious about the world. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, you're right, the best guests were the ones that could do that too. When I was watching the Muppet Show when I was a kid, and even Sesame Street, there were tons of guests that I had no idea who they were. But I was like, all right, mm-hmm. Kermit likes them, I'm down, that's cool. And yeah. then I would end up learning more about them. And then when I saw them later on in life in some other context, I'd be like, "Oh, that's my friend from the Muppet Show. I, I know them. I, I'm familiar with their work. I can't, I, I'm invited <laughs> into this conversation. I don't feel like I have to earn my right to know who Debbie Harry is or Harry Belafonte or Paul Williams. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's it's such a like and like I guess like that's like that was kind of, that kind of answers like a other other question I was gonna ask It's just like just like what makes a good, like you know, you on your show, you're like such a, I think you're such a, I'm in awe of like how good you are at like hosting that show. Oh, really? like you are like very, wow,
1: thank you. Yeah,
0: I think you, I think you're very like, you know, you're gonna make me record uh, another episode.
1: It, <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't released one in so long. I mean, cause I've, I, I like being I mean, a guest so much more than hosting. Hosting, you feel like you've got to be like, okay, everyone sit in your seats. <laughs> We're going to do the thing now. And when you're a guest, you get to just be like, I'm messing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but like, I think I think you are good at like, first of all, like if the 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 takeaway from this show is like you record one more episode, <laughs> a cool playlist, then I'll consider this a success. Okay. But um, <laughs> but like the idea of just like I think you're very like, um you know. You're very, like, uh, welcoming to your guests. You're very... And, like, those three, like, kind of points are just, like, vulnerability, silliness, and, like... Curiosity. uh, What's it called? Curiosity. Yeah. I think you, like... Yeah, but, like, I think, like, uh, I guess, like, what... But, like, continuing on that, like, train a little bit, what do you think makes a good host? Like, what do you think makes a good... Hmm. And, like, you know... I think
1: empathy and uh, listening and curiosity, like... Mm. You know, sometimes there's sometimes there are hosts that are just like looking for what their their funny response could be, what their bit is going to be. And then that that always feels like you have two people performing, not really connecting or having a conversation. Um, So I think I think having the empathy of knowing that your guest is in a a new environment, a weird situation, and um, they don't know the rules and you do know the rules. Um, and, and so like trying to kind of guide them along and, and make them feel taken care of while you really listen to everything they say and show an interest in it. Um, I, 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 I'm not a big debater. I don't like debate type shows. And I think there's a lot of those, like, especially things like music, you can disagree. You don't have to change somebody's mind about music. Everybody Hmm. like what they like, who cares? But I think that's an instinct that some people have. And they're like, "This is going to be this. This is a really great entertainment venue. I'll have somebody on, and then try to change their mind." And I'm like, that's that's not my jam. I, 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 one thing that I do kind of conversationally that I didn't realize was weird, and maybe it didn't used to be, and maybe this is an internet internet change, is when somebody likes something that I don't like, or doesn't like something I do like. Um, I find it fascinating. I'm not upset mm-hmm. about it. I'm not like. How dare you say that about that movie? I'm like, "Really? That's how that came across to you? Cuz that it that is so different from how I got it. Why did it do that for you? How how did you hmm. how come it felt that way to you?" And sometimes people are like, "Well, just cuz it did." And I'm like, "No, I'm not trying to challenge it. I'm really interested. I'm really interested in like how these how it how it appeared to your eyeballs and what I may have missed or what I may not consider about someone else's point of view, you know? So, I think that curiosity yeah. is good.
0: I love it, I love that like um that's like that's something I'll like hopefully retain <laughs> like um but like thank you like uh thank you so much uh for like sh- like sharing that sure uh and like you know um second question uh <laughs> it's not the second question um <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, uh, <laughs> Uh, how much money do you make
1: <laughs> right now? Zero. Um. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but you're guesting on so many podcasts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it, I'm, I'm in between gigs right now, but I'm fine. I'm
2: fine. <laughs> so I should pull up Spotify and just start streaming your record nonstop, right? That's what. That's what I should be doing right now.
1: <laughs> yes. please. Yeah, just yes, like, just let it play. Let it play. Do
2: the do the Justin Bieber Yummy Challenge where you play it
0: while you sleep on a loop, you know, to <laughs> get that, it to number one.
1: Was that a, that a thing? Oh, that was, gosh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think a fan, like, wanted to, te- like, did that, and then Justin Bieber retweeted it, like, yeah, that's a good idea. It's a good look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not about making good work. It's about winning uh, an algorithm. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, let's uh, let's get into, but let's speaking of um, uh, great trans, Speaking of um, puppets, <laughs> um, you know who's not an industry puppet? Taylor Swift. Yeah.
1: There
2: you go. There <laughs> you. Smooth,
0: Smooth. tailspin over there for a second. For like, uh, yeah, let's talk about Taylor Swift. Uh, what are you mm-hmm. know? This is to, to the both of you. What is your? What are your? What are your opinions on Taylor Swift? Like, how do you feel about Taylor Swift in general?
1: Hmm. Um. I. Uh, I've had a lot of different feelings about Taylor Swift. I think she reflects things more than she creates them, mm. I, but I think she's takes a she's got a mm. good eye for picking an ear for picking what to reflect. Mm. Um, I uh, I'm happy that she finally decided to become political with the amount of um, hey. you know <laughs> eyes and ears she yeah. has on her. Mm. Um, I think she's very good at pop music, but I do think she's very formulaic, oh. and mm. I don't really see people talk about that. I did a string of tweets and, um, Instagram videos with my, the easy bake Taylor Swift recipe. And luckily her fans did not <laughs> come after me because I don't, I don't think I was saying like she's evil, but I'm just, there's a recipe for a Taylor Swift song. You talk about you, you some very, very, um, uh, uh, casual vernacular, like co- common slang okay. You talk about clothing and you reference <laughs> fairy tales. Put those three things on a song. That's a Taylor mm-hmm. Swift song. Yeah. And and each time she puts out a new album, I'm like, oh, she's probably going to prove me wrong now. She's probably grown out of it. And then she does it. she keeps <laughs> doing it. Wow. So, but they are catchy. They're real catchy. Mm-hmm. There's there's a song on, at least one song on every Taylor Swift album that I'm like, hell mm-hmm. yeah. I love yeah. this. This gets me.
0: Yeah. And we'll get into, like, if she... Yeah if Eliza is like, hell yeah, this gets me about more than one song on this record.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, a
0: little sneak peek for you. Uh, what about you, Josie? <laughs> like what is, what are your like, you know, what are your preconceived thoughts and opinions of Taylor Swift?
2: So I have also, I have also had a lot of different opinions about Taylor Swift through the years. Um, I think it's because um, when I first, when first heard about Taylor Swift, it was like, she was a kid and I was a kid. And so like, it, it just sounded, the music sounded like immature and like poppy and like, you know, the same th- kind of things over and over again. I think it's interesting though. Cause like with every record that she's come out with, I've liked her a little bit more. Um, so like, um, I actually really like folklore or, you know, we'll, we'll get to talk about it in a second, but then there's a, um, one of the other ones I really liked was, um, 1989 too. I really like that one. Um, but it's like, I think it's interesting. Cause like starting with like, going from like Romeo and Juliet and like love song to like where she is now. I feel like she's definitely, um, grown a lot as a musician and human being. So I'm, I'm interested to see kind of um, where that goes for her. I will say
0: like, she's like, you know, it's pretty incredible how she's been. She's like, you know, she was a child star. Like, I don't think we will talk about, she was like
2: 16. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: People don't think of her as like a child star, but she was like kind of a child star. Mm -hmm. Like, and then just like, um, But like to have that career for that long and like, you know, people, you know, whether you liked her or not, like she was talked about all the time. And like she she carved herself this niche in culture and like, you know, as like an icon and as like something. So that's like I've always admired her for that. Like, um, you know, even like Kanye, he's like. He's no longer kind of the best at what he does anymore. He's like kind of no longer like, (laughs) you know. I I like a lot of his. I like a lot of the new stuff. Like you know, but it's like kind of like.
1: But isn't it sad that we cannot have a conversation about Taylor Swift without also (laughs) mentioning Kanye? Come on, these two are inextricably linked. They are star crossed musicians. Well, like, they, there was this. I feel like you just what? upstaged
2: her in this in the podcast. I don't know how I feel about there that. There was this, like, you know, <laughs> there is this moment in one of the songs where
0: she, she's like, there is something to the east, clowns to the west, wink, wink. <laughs>
1: like, and <laughs> people are like, yeah, it's, a, it's a
0: diss. But, like, I, I don't think she was thinking about Ooh, it that much.
1: That's one thing that I. I, do, I I don't like with Taylor Swift and more the the um, world, mm-hmm. the, the, the cloud around her, because I think it started just with fans and people, the way people reacted to her. And now she has um, uh, she has absorbed it and is like feeding into it with these Easter eggs. And what I'm talking about is the um, the assumption that every song is secret messages from her about her life. Yeah. That, like, we have to decode and like, Ooh, OK, is this Jake Gyllenhaal or is this Harry Styles? What is this song about? What is she doing the sequence about? We're like, mm-hmm. no one does that. Traditionally, we never did that about music. We don't do it about hardly anybody else. Like, no one's like, who is this man in Reno that Johnny Cash yeah. shot just to watch him die? <laughs> We're like, no, that's a song. It's a song mm-hmm. and it's full of metaphor and it expresses some aspect of her. But it's not she's not giving us things that need to be decoded. Mm-hmm about her us weekly stories yeah um but now it seems like she's kind of leaning into it a
0: lot. bit it, it is like that that like tight rope of just like she is she does i think on some level like that people are like you know kind of like taking a razor edge and kind of like dissecting it like what does this mean was but like also like that's there's a level of like just take it. Just take the music as it is, as a song, you know, as yeah. like just like a nice experience that you could have.
1: Yeah. Well, and I really I believe that anything that you put out in the world, especially songs, once they're out there, they get to have that a relationship with the listener that you're not involved mm-hmm. with. Like that, that song and that listener, they get to have whatever relationship. And I mm-hmm. think that by continually linking it back to the artist, you kind of break that. And, and it, I think it actually limits the song instead of letting it kind of bounce around in that person's head and become their own thing. And a reflection of parts of the world that they see, they're like, I wonder what Taylor meant by this. Hmm. I'm like, let it, let it expand your world rather than try to point you at.
0: Yeah. Her.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, I love that.
0: Uh, really quickly. Um, I want to talk briefly about my preconceived notions. Like we've, t- we've done a few Taylor Swift episodes, but like, you know, to those who are new, who are like, I, Eliza is my best friend. Like, <laughs> like uh um but like uh so who people who might not know um i really enjoy taylor swift like a little more and like i am a big pop fan i love pop music um so um i was always like kind of uh i love i loved, loved 18 nine, eight, eight,
1: 1989 yeah 1988 yeah i think that's her best yeah. album i think that's when she leaned into the pop the most mm-hmm. and was like I'm going to pop the shit out <laughs> of this album and it's
0: super yeah. fun. It's just, just like unapologetic, like pop and just like, you know, kind of leaning into like the bigness of it all. Just like, yeah, I'm the most popular artist right now. Like, you know, and I'm going to lean into that. Um, <laughs> but then like, um, uh, always a level of like, uh, like, you know, just like occasionally she'll do something like that's a little like, uh, little little suspect a little like uh like recently for example just like having her fans like kind of like turn on scooter bra even though what he did is very fucked up like even though what he did is like pretty awful um there's like i think you know because she knows she has such a big influence over like this huge fan base she you know she didn't like stop people from going too far you know
1: yeah she she does some mean girl moves sometimes but uh as as you said I agree with that mean girl move and if Scooter Braun doesn't want things like that to happen to him then I would say don't be a celebrity manager (laughs) just be a manager like most I don't know the names of I don't know most people's managers but we all know who Scooter Braun Mm -hmm. is so it's like kind of he, he has kind of invited himself into the public scrutiny conversation. Yeah. I think by, by being that kind of a, uh, a public figure. Yeah.
0: And, and like, um, but like, yeah, like there is, is there is like a level of like, you know, she's like, there is, yeah, you're right. A mean girl streak to some of her, like, you know, choices and some of her like, you know, you know, kind of like some of the songs are kind of like sub tweets a little bit, just like,
1: yeah. The Katy Perry. Yeah. Stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, Which is like <laughs> Some of it's like You don't have to do this You know. You don't have to Like do it like that Um, But yeah I've always It's always been like Someone I've Generally defended She's always been Someone I've like Generally mm-hmm. like You know When people are dismissive I'm like But these songs Are actually kind of great And like They're I think it speaks to Like our culture Why she's popular I think it speaks to Like you know Just like the Some of the wish Fulfillments of it all And like some of, And also like the other thing about her that's very notable is like, I think someone pointed out that she's kind of like the most normal superstar of a, of like I don't I don't know like
1: I feel like that's her that's 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 her game like okay have have you seen the the movie Singles it's
0: no movie. I don't like uh, Cameron Crow
1: um is a very nineties movie it's like a, a time capsule of the nineties grunge scene thing uh by Cameron uh. Crowe. but there's a scene in it where a, a guy goes up to a girl in at a at a club at a, at a grunge show and is like, Hey, what's up? My friend keeps telling me that, um, you have to have a game to talk to a girl. I keep telling him that you don't have to, which one of us is right. He's like yelling over the music. And she kind of looks at him and she's like, I think you do have a scam. Your scam is not yes. having a scam. That's your scam. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. like, Ugh. and I always think of that constantly. Like, and I think that's, that's the thing with Taylor Swift. Like, her image is not having an image. She's down to yeah. earth. She's just like mm-hmm. another gal, but like that's a created image. That's, also. That's fair. She's been rich and, and secluded as a celebrity since she was a kid. As we just said, she was a, she was a child star. Wow.
2: Hmm. Oh, really?
1: Sorry. Am I, am I running no, over you? You? Really, <laughs> you really got me thinking like, wow. That's, really, that, that's
2: I, like, so what you're saying is everybody has a brand.
1: Exactly. Well, and that's the thing you, you you can't get, you, we can't meet each other like personally and really like get into the, the nitty gritty spine of a person. You got to just get their brand. So, mm. you know, you're, no matter what, you're picking brands. So to be like, oh, I don't like that person because they seem like they have a brand that makes them inauthentic. Like, no, nah, they all have brands. So just pick the brands no. you like.
2: Hmm. Yeah, That's interesting perspective.
1: Hmm. Okay. That's, a are you, are you saying I disagree with you, but like in a really polite way. No, I'm just like, no,
2: I don't, I don't disagree (laughs) with it. I just think it's like, I feel like branding gets a really bad rap. So I think it's like an interesting Mm -hmm. perspective. Well, you also already mentioned how you feel like there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure. So yeah, pick the brands you like and there's nothing wrong with that. And I appreciate that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You have, it's, it's like a shorthand between an artist and their fan base. Like Mm -hmm. here, here's what I'm into. Here's my thing. Like you can't possibly know me as well as the people in my life know me. So then
2: what's your brand?
1: uh my brand's not <laughs> a brand. no, um, I, don't.
2: I think that's taken already
1: I, yeah you're right no I don't know I think um I would say probably weird and brave and smart yeah, I think absolutely Some, hmm. maybe with a little bitch thrown in there but like I don't know <laughs>
2: i think i get all those things across minus the
1: hell yeah it depends on who's receiving it yeah. you know uh
2: yeah but like let's get into a little
0: more about like the uh preconceived notions about this particular record like what were you expecting so like she um so around this time she's supposed to be she was supposed to be on tour for lover you know just like lover was kind of like half ballads and like half intimate songs and half like bombastic like you know like you know just like straight across the plate pop um but like uh, she was supposed to be on tour for that but you know I don't know if you guys have heard cuz a little
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what? What? what what's happening is there something <laughs> happening Uh what? I think I think we all Should we not tour?
0: <laughs> we all got this email that like kind of like said like hey you guys should stay at home and stuff like that. So
1: we <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that. Um I do remember that. So
0: instead of going on tour, she's like stuck at home. So um she decided to write this record, you know, like before we get into that, like what are your preconceived what were you what were you kind of expecting from this particular record?
1: Um I was expecting it to be amazing. Wow. From Everybody well, like when it first came out, people were like completely different, total departure, so great, so I was expecting that, um and also just kind of a general sweatery vibe, like a <laughs> chunky sweater vibe hmm. um, yeah, some like so a little bit more texture on the tracks yeah. hmm. than i than I think I ended up getting oh. um so that's that that was what I went in expecting, like real like chunky sweater folk um uh, yeah. Not dirty and gritty, but like pared down in the room sort of vibe.
0: What about you, the joester? I don't know. <laughs> that was the worst thing I've ever done.
2: <laughs> Nobody has ever called me that in my life, so that's that's fun. Um, <laughs> I was just like, I was um, trying to do something a little different. i like, like, what about you, Josie? What do you think? Jazz like? it up a little bit. <laughs> well, it's definitely a curveball, so I'll give you that one. Um, I think... I, the only thing I knew about it was that one everybody I knew was like going crazy for it, um, Twitter was going crazy for it, and TikTok was going crazy for it. So that's mm-hmm. all I knew about it going into. It's like okay, I want to listen to it, um, and then I I was going to listen to it. Like I think I spent like a week seeing how much buzz there was on Twitter, and then I was just like too busy, so I had to wait like a whole month before I actually listened to it. But <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that was my preconceived notion: is that everybody loves it.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the same vibes.
0: What about you? <laughs> kind of the same vibes as you guys. I was like, uh, first of all, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> finally, someone asked me. <laughs> like, uh, But like, um, yeah, I, I think it's a really, um, I was looking, I was hoping for like a lot of like, for like maturation. You know, I felt like Lover. Um, I really liked that record a lot. Um, it was like kind of like her, with not with much less to prove you know Uh, up to up to like up to reputation it was you know this people want me to be this okay i'll be this you know um just like people like people like reputation was like people think i'm this like bitch snake type of character so i'm gonna lean into that i'm like i'll show you i'm a snake you know something like that and then um (laughs) lover was like her settling down with joe alwyn and her going, okay, I don't have to worry about that anymore. I could just like be myself. I could just be myself as much as you could be yourself. Um and then yeah, that goes in the like so at this point it's just like, why like Taylor Swift doesn't have to make more music, you know? She could she could stay <laughs> in her house, her big old house, and just like, you know, just like, you know, kiss her boyfriend and have some nice times. Uh she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to make a record ever again, but like I think she chooses she does it because she loves to do it like it seems like this is her favorite thing to do um and like her money like affords her that freedom um so I was kind of like expecting more of just like okay okay now she it sounds it looks like you know based on like the cover based on you know and like people going kind of gaga over it on Twitter and stuff like okay she's kind of entering this new phase of her career of like you know I'm you know, I'm over thirty. Not me. Um, I, I'm a d- 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 ravishing twenty-five-year-old. Um, but like, oh um, <laughs> my! But like, um, you know, Taylor Swift is third, like about thirty or so. And like, you know, I did all the I did all the stadiums and stuff when when I was twenty. You know, like I don't have to prove that mm-hmm. anymore. So I'm just gonna like go enter as I age, enter into like my Joni Mitchell type. Stylings and stuff like that. So that's what I was kind of like expecting with this record. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that was a good conversation, I hope. Uh, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll get right into some more Taylor Swift folklore.
2: <laughs> we'll get into
0: some more Taylor Swift's folklore. Yay! There it is. Welcome back to I've been meaning to listen to that, uh, and uh, Eliza's still here. Eliza chose not to leave,
1: even though like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: even though she could. Like that's the that's the crazy thing about all this. Like,
1: I haven't gotten to like say what I think about this album yet. <laughs> no way would I leave. Yeah, hell yeah!
0: Um, even such a wonderful guest up to this point, so we'll see how you pair. <laughs> like in this next segment, Um okay. but like uh, let's talk about um the themes of this record. Like what do you feel are some of the takeaways of uh Taylor Swift's uh folklore?
1: Themes? Um, I would I guess like I think the themes are the same themes that she usually has, which is like relationships, breaking up and moving mm-hmm. on. And I and I do think that my my easy bake recipe still holds for this one. Like when I heard her reference uh uh, Peter Pan, I was like, cha-ching, <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> but she can't get out of the Disney canon, even when she's growing up and getting mature. Yeah. But she's still name-checking those cartoons.
0: I, I guess, like, um, I would say this record, yeah, this record's a lot about nostalgia. This record's a lot about just, like, kind of letting her imagination run wild and, like, kind of her going a little more inward instead of, like, because, like, the mm-hmm. m- musically it's very muted. Musically it's very, like... It's cinematic, but it's not like, you know, bombastic, like, ba doom, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's very,
1: um, it's, it's very uh, chill and dreamy, yeah. is what I would say. Folkies yeah.
0: Considered.
1: See, but I feel like the problem with the folkiness. Is that she? She still has the gloss over everything. She has the pop mm-hmm. gloss over the folkiness, which sometimes lands it in easy listening.
0: Yeah, for me. <laughs>
1: there is a couple tracks, and I'm like, this is just easy listening. This isn't. She hasn't. She split the difference too much, mm. um, and she she glossed up her folk. Mm. I, I would love to hear a, a an actually stripped down version of this album. I think oh. that could have been. Really cool. Do you yeah, know that'd mean? be really
2: cool. That's really interesting because, in addition to what y'all said, I was like, I was actually thinking that like the sound of it also has this like like cozy quarantine sound to it on top mm-hmm. of all like the the standard like Taylor Swift. Um, you know themes that we always get, like the the breakups, the love, the heartache, and and the fairy tales. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what I thought when I started playing the first track. Also, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So yeah, it's, this is <laughs> this is what I need. I don't need her to be shaking me around or getting me excited. I <laughs> need her to be like, let's relax, let's get a blanket, we're fine. Mm-hmm. But then as the album went on, I was like, mm, sometimes this yeah. swerves into easy listening, and yeah. I think that if she had. Um, just put a little less production finesse on it, like left it a little (laughs) bit more natural, Mm -hmm. I guess it would have, uh, it might've gone to more interesting places for Mm -hmm. me. Absolutely. For me. Yeah,
0: It it does feel like an in-between step of just like, um, you know, I could see when she ages even more, like kind of going further into this direction of like, kind of like, like I was talking about, okay, I don't need to be a pop star anymore. I can, But, like, it feels, like, Mm -hmm. in between, like, I'm still... Like, she can't help but have, like, these pop sensibilities. She can't help but, like, have some of these, like... um, And, like, you know, the the thematic stuff that she usually kind of, like, leans on generally. Um, But I also felt like um, when I first listened to it, I thought a big theme was kind of regret. You know? Kind of... A lot of the songs about, Mm -hmm. like... A lot of the songs are kind of like, man, I wish... I we would have done something. we could have been soulmates or something like that. Or just like, man, it, like things were really so great when we were like young children, children and stuff.
1: Yeah. And, and maybe even like a, a quarantine aspect of that, where I wish I could have done something when I could do something <laughs> and I can't do anything oh. now. <laughs> like, I really think like, it's not like, hmm. I wish I could have done something then I'm like, it's not hello by no. Adele. Like I'm calling hmm. you up and being regretful. It's like, I really, I, I wish that I could, fix this or go back. And I can't do either of those things. And so I'm just kind of thinking it in my own mind, in my own world.
0: And that's like, yeah, that's exactly my point. I just like, uh, I thought it was like a regretful record, but like she, you know, canonically Mm -hmm. she's in a happy relationship with British fella, Joe Alwyn. Um, and, uh, he (laughs) like, you know, lover was all about how she's kind of like happy. And there are several happy songs on that, like about that invisible string is like, um, the manifest, of like destiny like all these heartbreaks all these hard times led to this perfect thing you know but so I think Mm -hmm. but I thought the record so having considering that I thought the record was about like I said letting your emotion letting your imagination run wild just like but I want to like access these feelings again I want to like I want to like access like you know Mm
1: -hmm.
0: regret and like you know and she this is like kind of one of the first times she kind of steps out of i'm taylor swift this is a song about me you know she kind of steps out yeah
1: yeah (laughs) and i thought i I think that's where she was the most successful i think rather than um uh like as taking taking what she does and twisting it in some direction i think she tried a few different things on this album and the most successful ones for me were um the uh uh, the last great american dynasty and betty both Mm. of which were like I'm singing from another point of view, or I'm singing from an omniscient point of view about something else that's not really me. And um, those th- those seemed like where she was using her strengths um, in a new and exciting way, rather than trying to walk away from her strengths mm, and water them yeah. down, or um, or just yeah, just kind of do something different with them, and it's not that better or worse.
2: Definitely feels like there's a lot of like exploration going on in this album too. Cause it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. like mm, she's, uh, well, actually I was going to say, I don't know. I would not know if I was going to wait to say this later, but like, I really, really enjoyed the first half of the album. And then as it kind of went on it like, it, like it less and less progressively. So I kind of got the sense that like, there there was like a few songs that she was like really working on and mm-hmm. then it was supposed to like turn into this thing. And then like, oh, well now I'm stuck inside the house for, you know, God knows how long, so let's just like finish this out and then put it out and like and, and then like you know drop it at midnight and um that's that's what it feels like to me. But it's it's like, Oh yeah, there's like there's like some cool things going on here that just like I would like to see where the next yeah. album's gonna go. I would like to see, you know. Um yeah but mm-hmm. like there's the very real chance that like Eliza Skinner
0: will be proved, proven right again. <laughs> like, like there's a very <laughs> real chance of that.
1: Oh, uh, then with those, yeah, but if she's doing something interesting with it or if she's using it to sing about somebody else or from a completely different point of view, if those are the, those are her magic feathers that she needs, go for it. Um, mm-hmm. That's if that's what you need to hold on to to fly, then fly. Uh, go ahead, yeah, go ahead, I think go ahead. that uh, for, as far as easy listening, just to prove my point, I, I would say August was the track that I very I, I the most was like, <laughs> this, this, this is easy listening. Eliza <laughs> just like made like this a sleepy just...
0: face uh, <laughs> like for, for the podcast <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I also like the other thing. I really love this record. Like, let's just get that clear. Um, like, (laughs) uh, but like, uh, the, um, the other thing, like, but like, I think the thing that's really cool about this particular record is like, because she's able to, you know, she's like stepping out of herself a little bit. Like I'm going to play these characters. I'm going to like play, I'm going to write, I'm going to compose like a tapestry of like this character's life or something like that. Like, um, it allows her to get personal with some, Remove
1: and explore different parts of herself that aren't part of that brand, so she doesn't have to explain how it fits into the whole rest of the the Taylor Swift that her audience knows. It's mm. like here's a satellite thing I'm singing about, and I know how it relates to me, and you guys can figure out how it relates to you, and be able to mm. do a little bit more of that, um, having your own re- uh, relationship with yeah. the song, rather than use it to decode. Kind of her. like
0: how like Bo Burnham like wrote that eighth grade character, just like it's like just Mm -hmm. like he wanted to talk about anxiety he wanted to talk about like but there was only so much he could do with his stand-up or like his songs and stuff like that so he wrote this character just like and made it a girl so that there could be some remove of just like okay i don't know what it's like to be an eighth grader girl like so like i that's yeah
1: yeah like in my opinion yeah he 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 luckily did it (laughs) successfully but i I was like, I don't know here. I don't know. Should you be the one telling this story where there are no women who can tell this story? But he did do a very good job. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh,
0: any other, any other themes, any other things you want to like touch on before we get into some, I guess let's do low lights first. Let's Like let's let, let's let Eliza shine. <laughs>
1: low lights. Well, I just, I just said uh, August. I think I was like, oh, man, this could have been a, like a really great pop song. Or it could have been a like a heartbreaking folk song and it's just right in the mm. middle in a way that doesn't <laughs> do it for me. That would be my low light. Do I give a highlight let's, also or do I just stay in the like, negative zone? Let's,
0: <laughs> let's like, let's wallow for a few, for, for
1: a few okay. moments.
0: I love, like, and also like, I'll like, uh, like, we'll like, you know, we'll like have like, yeah, disagree? we'll disagree and like... Uh, <laughs> say like oh that's interesting <laughs> like um mm-hmm.
2: but like uh, mm-hmm.
0: i love august i think that was a highlight for me of just like mm. so in this record there's like this um young love trilogy of like songs of uh cardigan mm-hmm. uh august and betty so cardigan is from the perspective of betty like the girl like um who's just like you know um man, this James fella, I really loved him. I, like, I miss, I miss this, I miss, l- like, falling in love. And then, like, J- Betty's about, the song Betty's about, just, like, this this guy James, he's, like, you know, trying to court Betty, like, after, like, you know, breaking her hearts. And mm-hmm. then, um, and then uh, August is about, like, the other girl, you know, the, like, kind of, uh, the girl that, like, James was with, but James didn't love, you know, and, but she, she was crazy about him, you know, like Betty and uh Cardigan work together as a nice little, like, you know, duo, like a couplet of songs. But I think like August adds so much texture to the tapestry of that world. Like she creates of mm. just like, Oh, you're not supposed to like really think too, too hard about the, you know, the other girl, you know, you're not supposed to think too hard mm. about like, but just like, Um, yeah, she's just like crazy about him. Just like you weren't mine to lose, you know, I know I'm not supposed to be that upset because this is not, he's not the one in a sense, but like, man, you know, I was, I was so hopeful when I was like a young child. I was so like, you know, full of like, you know, wanting and like, uh, like just like, do you remember how good it was, you know, just to be young and stuff like that. I think this, I just like the mood of the song is just like, I get, I totally get the easy listening criticism, but like, I think it lulled me in a really sweet way. That's what I thought. What do you think of August, uh, Josie?
2: I'm listening to it right now. Um, (laughs) It was unmemorable. That was my general impression of it. But um, I I guess, like, I I guess I could talk a little bit about like the the, my lowlights in general. Like, I when I first started listening to the album, I was like, oh, this is by far the best Taylor Swift album Mm -hmm. I've ever heard. And then as it progressed farther, farther, I was like, oh, the first part of the the first half of the album was the best taylor swift music i've ever heard and then the rest of it was like the middle of it was largely unmemorable to me and then the ending was pretty good but then like it's 16 track it could have easily been like 10 or 11 and been a much better album in my opinion i
1: fully agree with that Mm -hmm. yes
2: i agree i i it is long it is a long record and it is like it is a lot
0: (laughs) of music and like you know the songs are like four or five minutes long which in like song like in our current 2020 TikTok age uh (laughs)
1: well yeah and i feel like they cover the same ground sure. sometimes um in, in a way where i'm like did we did like I, like looking back like i i really liked i'm sorry i'm i i I'm no please please like, time yeah, away like from let's here. just like
2: organically like just yeah please please I, want, uh, I would like to hear
1: well i i i really liked when i was listening to it i i, I really liked mad mm. woman um that was the one that I was like, oh shit, were you reading me Did you see my stand-up Taylor Swift? Did you see my clips? This is my joke. Um and then going back, I was like, wait, or am I thinking of illicit affair? No, it was it was madwoman, right? Or was it illicit affair? And I'm like, what those kind of blur together for me, even though mm-hmm. one of them was the one that I liked uh-huh. a lot. Um, I like Betty.
0: Yeah, let's talk about, like, let's just, let's just, like, kind of like, let's just, like, weave in and out. Like, like, uh, what do you, let's talk about Betty. Like, (laughs) let's, uh, it's very, like, uh, the instrumentation, at least, like, is very Dylan, Dylan y. Uh,
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels like she's getting, she's, she's, she's taking a more of a folk (laughs) leap there. Mm -hmm. Um, And as I said, I, I also really liked, uh, uh, what was it The, the last great American dynasty um there was that duet with Bonnie Bear. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. exile yeah Bonnie bear
1: bon like halfway through it I was like is he is he doing Peter Gabriel what's <laughs> what's happening is this suddenly <laughs> like yeah is this three people in this song oh no this is still Bonnie bear um so th- that was my other big uh thought which I'm I'm all for people being influenced by Peter Gabriel let's get some more Peter Gabriel like tribute vibe into things. Uh, cause I think he's great, but those are my, those are my other thoughts on the album that I wrote wow. down.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I think like also here's, I think, um, I think I did, I felt how you felt like I'm not. And then by the way, I'm not trying to like say like, man, I was on un- line Like you. I'm not trying to do that. Like, but like, I think <laughs> the other thing is like, I've had, you know, cause we were going to do this earlier you know we we're going to do this when it came out <laughs> um but like it's two months later um so like i've had two months to listen to this and like uh. i think that might be why like the songs like because they did run together i didn't like look at the track list i just like kind of like listening it listening to it like just like walking in the park like by myself and just like looking at the lyrics like i was like oh this is this is a lot. This is really good. Like and like all, they kind of like stuck out more and like the individual textures of each song stuck out more to me.
1: I will say there was another one. Now I'm looking up the exact the song. Oh, I guess it was Cardigan. Cardigan, I felt like was so much of a retread of um, that song from 1989. The like, will you remember me. Staring mm. at the babe, red lips and rosy cheeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Style, Talking about style, clothing. Yeah, yeah. Da, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah, style. Yeah, I got like a real style vibe from it where I, I just couldn't stop comparing the melody in my head of both of hmm. them. Um, so that was a little kind of come on, Taylor. Mix it up. Get some klezmer in there. Whatever you have to do to get a different sound. And like um,
0: the criticism with that particular song is it sounds like Lana Del Rey. It sounds like, you know, with a low oh. register, just like and like kind of the writing style too. like she even like like what you were talking about of her being more reflective than creative in a sense of just like she even in like an entertainment weekly article said like these are my big influences right now. Like uh, Phoebe Waller Bridger. Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh you know Lana Del Rey and this third person like I forgot who the third one was but like she like kind of wears like it, this is her like wearing that influence on her sleeve and the criticism it, it, it is that it's like derivative of that um but my rebuttal I
1: think it's derivative of yeah her. yeah truly <laughs> like, I,
0: yeah <laughs> um the critis- the rebuttal my rebuttal though is just like um Taylor's version has like a child like you know Obviously, like when you make art, it's always gonna be on some level. Like I'm inspired by this person, so I'm gonna take this and then go like mm-hmm. do this. I'm gonna like, you know, filter it through my weird perspective, or whatever. Um, Taylor Swift has like an earnesty like that, like Lana Del Rey doesn't have. There's always like a dark edge to like Lana's music, uh, which like Taylor is just mm-hmm. like she. Yeah, you're right. She's talking about Peter Pan, and she's like, you know, talking about like all that <laughs> stuff. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. What are sorry, my cat is moving the Aww. computer. Everybody. I, I podcast surrounded by animals.
0: Uh Josie, what's um what is what's a low light yeah, what's a low
2: life? Um, tracks 7 through 13 were completely unmemorable <laughs> for me, so I would say the whole middle of the album. Let me see, track 7 through 13.
1: Um, so, that was so casually vicious. <laughs> <laughs> you are like, oh, I don't know, no big deal, just all of it. Just like 40% of it. <laughs>
2: I was just so impressed. <laughs> I was so pleased with the first, like, five tracks. I-, I loved the first five tracks so much. And then, uh, and then after Mirrorball, I was like, oh, this is like, okay, like, you know, I, I know there's a lot of albums that kind of has like a little bit of a dip in the middle, and then it kind of brings it back up like a strong finish. But then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was very unimpressed by the middle of the album, so um, unfortunately that's the low light for me. But to compensate for that, I really, really love the tracks. You don't have to like, like worry about like upsetting <laughs> me by the way.
1: <laughs> I just we, feel bad. We know. I feel like it was too Taylor savage. Swift, yeah. we know the Taylor Swift army also. Oh, <laughs> no one wants their house burned. down.
2: anybody, any of my friends that love Taylor Swift that are <laughs> that are listening to this, they're gonna come. They're gonna come get me now. So. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do think that it's I, I, I would love to see her go farther in this direction mm. um, and and really, really get out of her comfort zone, because I think she was still real comfy. And I but I think she mm, did enough a pushing that it proved that, like, there's yeah, there's like a for real chunky sweater there that could be real cool. Oh. Mm. So put it on, Taylor. <laughs> do it.
2: As a <laughs> as an aspiring musician myself, I feel like I feel like I'm like the narrative that I hear from this is that like she got really, really excited about her own sound for the first five tracks and then started like, OK, I can do th- I can just keep on doing this. And then it's like, oh, I've got like six months to like just sit here and just write a bunch of songs. And then she realized, oh, wait, I didn't develop nearly as much as I thought I did, but I'm still going to put this out mm. anyway.
1: Yeah, um, I think she needed like- more, more cooks in the kitchen more cook yeah more cooks in the kitchen more
2: more time more more time to let it simmer a little bit before mm-hmm. she really like put it out It was out, mostly yeah. produced yeah. by
0: her Jack it's Antonoff so and Adam Dres Dresner I believe um so you're right it is kind of like mostly three authors like three main authors I uh, so I didn't love uh, I'll say like um so 7 through 13 you said it was bad it, wasn't <laughs> bad. it was, <laughs> <laughs> was it was 7 through 13 was a shit It was not bad it was
2: good Exactly none of it was like egregiously bad it was just <laughs> I just mm. don't remember it. Like, like, I don't know. Like yeah. the, you, yeah. if I don't remember it, then it just wasn't that interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I very, like, I remember very, very strongly the first five songs. Cause like, well, partially because I was going through a breakup at the time, but listening to like the first three tracks and I was just like, <laughs> Oh my God. <gosh." laughs> like, let's talk about those
0: first three songs. So, then. Let's get into like, let's like, let's, let's, let's zero in on your pain. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I, what I want to do on a podcast. Sure. <laughs> okay. Listening to the one cardigan in exile and my tears ricochet, like go right after a breakup, it's like, I know she always sings about breakups, but like, it just hits you different. You know, like it just, it just hits you different. Yeah.
1: Um For me, that was a mad woman, which I know I believe is in your danger zone. Um <laughs> And, but, but yeah, it was like, as I said, stuff that I, I have a standup chunk about Um mm. like, being crazy versus being mad yeah. um Regarding this stuff but, like is
0: out in spotify and this, so.
1: <laughs> yes exactly um but i think that that was also the one again it makes that one and Alyssa <laughs> a little bit um that was the one where it was like i i hope you guys enjoy hating me together
0: yeah yeah,
2: or yeah something yeah. like that mm-hmm.
1: yeah um that kind of thing that like rewriting history and i'm just crazy and i'm like that also i was like oh shit yeah i i feel mm-hmm. that and yeah, you got to just move on and not care yeah. about it. But it, 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 that, that was close to the bone. That was that
0: was <laughs> like um my that was a song that like I it is memorable. It is like kind of immediately like memorable. But I I felt like wasn't my favorite one on the record. Um, be-
1: well, maybe you've <laughs> never been called a crazy girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. Um, but like. To be fair, I haven't either, so that's probably why it's not sticking out to me.
1: Well, just wait. (laughs)
2: It'll happen. It'll happen. Uh,
0: The um, Mad Woman, like, it feels the most. I guess more the reason why it feels more so like the Taylor Swift autobiography, like you know, another chapter in that. Like, because it's like specifically about. It doesn't feel like oh, like it's me, Taylor Swift, writing about Sarah Smith. Like about being an angry yeah, woman. some
1: fictional character, yeah. what would it be like to mm-hmm. be them? yeah, it feels
0: very particularly <laughs> yeah, about fair. that like
1: that's fair, but i i i I do appreciate that she i don't feel like she was um as like. I don't know, like in the past when she's done that, it's been like, oh, yeah, you want a bad bitch? Well, here I am, being a bad bitch. <laughs> um, and this was just, like, it felt a little more tired sure. to me, which I, I appreciate. I'm like, yeah, this is exhausting. This is exhausting, mm-hmm. this narrative of like, you're crazy, um, and instead of like, someone made you mad. And just like
0: the, you know, just the inevitability of just like, yeah, you, <laughs> you've really pushed me so like what did you expect like I think that's just like such a really it is like a step forward in her like her feminism then like you know like the man is so basic of just like yeah what if I was a man wouldn't that be crazy (laughs) like um if
1: I were a boy (laughs) yeah Beyonce did it first and better (laughs) like um, Mm -hmm.
0: by the way like I think Taylor Swift's cat movie is better than Beyonce's cat movie. <laughs>
1: like, I don't know either of those. Cats, what do you mean? They have cat Cats, movies? What?
0: Taylor Swift and oh, oh God, and Lion, Lion King. King.
1: Like, yeah, uh, that's true. Like Marge, I have not seen Cats either. Was yes, better than the new King? one. Yeah.
2: Are we talking about the, the same the cats, like the, the anim- like the one the thing about
0: cats? The the movie is that it takes a big swing. It takes like
1: you've never seen the stage show, have you? I have not. Because the stage <laughs> show not. takes that big swing in a in a far more avant garde sure. way. And the it's movie is very avant garde. It's. But I, I honestly, just like, not
2: always avant-garde. Okay,
1: <laughs> I I just uh, the, I I was impressed with the stage show, and so what was done with the movie? I was like, what's happening? Uh, this, <laughs> you did not take the best and make it better. You took weird parts and made it. Soupy I, <laughs> uh, Also I there are, there are people In that movie I don't oh. like So <laughs> There's one person bad. In that movie I don't like <laughs> Two people There's two people In that movie I don't like So <laughs> I'm not gonna like it <laughs> That's what happens When you work in Hollywood It ruins Dad, movies that, for you yeah, like, <laughs> You're like That person was a dickhead To me in a parking lot <laughs> Fuck them You know Or whatever
0: Oh no <laughs> Not Ian McKellen <laughs> Hopefully
1: mm. not Taylor um,
2: Swift uh, Okay No
1: wait, No like, um, <laughs> And not Jason Derulo Jason Derulo can do no <laughs> wrong to me.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, like Lion, King, the new Lion King, so soulless though it like sucked, so, and like it just like it, it, like the the or James Earl. Jo-
1: it didn't make much of a splash. Yeah.
2: I didn't uh, watch it. yet. Well, there so. you go. <laughs> See, yeah,
1: didn't make much of a splash.
2: <laughs> I heard it wasn't very good, so I was like, hey, okay. Um, well. I'll just remember I the. I'll just remember the good one.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan of these. This like live actioning animated classics Mm -hmm. like make Mm -hmm. some new fucking stories especially given that so many of the disney canon of fairy tales were very um very uh uh european white anglo-saxony kind of things like like what about eastern european stuff give me some baba yaga give me some like South American things like and again of folk tales, not just like we made up a totally new story. And I don't know if maybe there's like some sort of rights thing where they feel like where they, they can't take traditional stories and make those into cartoons. But I'd say if I say fucking do that. Mm. Open that door instead of just being like, well, we already made Cinderella. What if we made it again? But with a live what white we, lady, what if it was 30
2: minutes longer? I can
1: already like, watch it did
0: The exact same thing, but it's slower, <laughs> <laughs> like 30 minutes longer. Yeah,
1: like I can already see those things. I And it doesn't make it more whimsical to have them live action. It makes them less whimsical. And so I made a I made a tweet the other
0: like. I made a tweet, like, first of all, uh, um, but, like I had a tweet the other day of just like <laughs> it, it would be better if you just like took like just like had a picture of like the actor next to like the cartoon character. Like, like, uh imagine that like.
1: Well, and that's the other thing in just largely in animation in general, it has moved from who are great voice actors to how can we get Sofia Vargara to voice this penguin? Mm. Like it's Name just,
2: recognition, not talent necessarily. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Which I really don't believe makes a difference to children. I don't think any kids are like, <laughs> I'm going to watch it because Elizabeth Banks is in it. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't think they care. And when I was like the, 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 the classic cartoons, you know, like your Bullwinkles and, and Bugs Bunny, mm-hmm. those were, those were voiced by people who were just
0: voice actors. Just yeah.
1: That, that was their thing. They were voice actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, uh, that, that's a bummer in general. I mean, even, it's even, car, even commercials. Yeah. Like people don't, true. you don't have a regular people voicing commercials being like, buy a Dodge. It's like, it's Matthew McConaughey being yeah. like, all right, all right, <laughs> buy a Dodge, which I'm like, does it have to be? Why is everything about celebrities? Why is that? This is so weird. Yeah.
0: But it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, and look- That's why we care about who Taylor Swift dates. Uh, Going back to the record a little bit. um, Like, (laughs) 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 I uh, really, I like Exile a lot. I just like the, um, the writing's really excellent, I think. And the uh, fact that it was recorded remotely, you know, adds to the feeling of like isolation. of just like, they can't, they're like talking over each other. They can't, like, they're just like, why don't you understand me? I gave you all the signs. And then. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I didn't give you signs. Blah. And then it's just like, uh, it feels like, um, yeah, they're just unable to connect, even though they had something at one point. I think that's really beautiful. This is me trying is really great. I think it does, like, I, I'll grant you the prep, the 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 criticism of just like the uh, environmental instrumentals feels like they kind of use the same types of tricks, you know, of just like the, like, the subdued horns and just like, you know, the kind of subtle buildup at like they do, I'll grant you that. But like, um, I think they're executed the best in this is me trying and illicit affairs. Um, I love illicit affairs. It's just like, um, I love just like the writing of just like a dwindling mercurial high, like, and then just like, um, a drug that works the first few hundred times. And then, mm-hmm. and then the perspective switch from, you know, the, the cheater to like the cheaty as it were, I don't know what the technical term, the, the bridge is just like, you know, how could you do this to me? Just like you, you, you gaslit me up to this point of just like, you know, maybe telling me half truths and really just like revealing little parts of yourself, but lying to me and like actively deceiving me. And then what am I supposed to do now? Like, I can't, you you broke me to the point of like, I can't replicate this with anyone else. And that's really like heart wrenching. I think that's so good. Um, (laughs) Basically, I love infidelity. That's (laughs) why I think that's why. (laughs) That's why that's why that song really hit me where I live.
1: Um, Well, also when you're old, it'll hit you less because you'll have lived through it. And it's like, oh, that doesn't really destroy you. It sucks. It sucks. But it doesn't actually destroy you. It just, you know, kind of kind of bruises you like an apple. There's still good parts on that apple. <laughs> Not a great metaphor, sorry. No,
0: I, I thought I thought it was good. Um, I'll just briefly touch on these two, like uh, epiphanies. Like I really like the connection between like her grandfather fighting in Vietnam to frontline workers, and I think this is really. I think this is like you know, where this all this whole record's her like you know trying to enter into people in a sense of just like, I'm going to be this character. I'm going to be this. Mm-hmm. But this is like the song where she's like, yeah, I, c- I can't actually understand what it's like to l- like, you know, have someone's mom's, someone's mom's life in your hands like that. You know, I, I can't, I couldn't tell you. And like, I'm s- like, I wish I could make this make sense. Um, I think that's really, really, and like shows her empathy in a really nice way. And then finally, just, um, invisible string is just like, once again, just like the manifestation of destiny. Like, you know, I, I hope, I generally hope to like feel that one day of just like, you know, you know, I've had like emotional, like, um, like flames and stuff like that. And like, mm-hmm. you know, and just like, or heartbreaks and things like that. And then, you know, I'm like, uh, I don't necessarily have the oh, that's why that <laughs> happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, And this is like...
1: The, uh, the, yeah, the 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 romantic Kaiser Soze moment. Yeah,
2: that? <laughs> that's right. Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. At <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the movie, not the man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah I thought that was really good. Um, any other um, stray observations? Any thoughts before we conclude? Like anything, any last <laughs> things before we hold your peace and... All that stuff.
1: I don't. I don't think so. I think that's. I think that's. Uh. I. I, I said everything that I took little notes on, and. Um, Very proud Yeah. Of yeah. I, I. You know. I. I liked it. It. It didn't. It didn't do everything for me that I expected. It didn't. It didn't live up to the expectations that, um, Twitter. <laughs>
0: had laid in me. A a typically, like, very, like, nuanced place to, like, voice Exactly,
1: exactly, exactly. With
0: no hyperbole at all. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, And normally a very easy thing to live up to, any opinion
0: on Twitter. All right. Uh, So the way this works is we'll, uh, you know, go around and, like, uh, give our final thoughts and ratings of the record. Uh, So, Eliza, like, what would, and, you know, and, a re- and like, you know, a rating like out of 10. Uh, yeah. So, Eliza, we turn to you first.
1: I would give it seven out of 10 Chunky Sweaters.
0: Hmm. <laughs> very nice. I love it.
1: Because, um, yeah, <laughs> I feel like she took chances and there were definitely songs in it that I, I liked. Um, and I do want to listen to it more. But yeah. I also felt like she played it a little too safe and a little sure. too slick for me.
0: The of Skinner story, <laughs> a little too <laughs> safe, a little too slick. Yep. Um, yeah. That's your brand. Um,
1: <laughs> too safe and too <laughs> slick. Oh no! no that's, <laughs> that would be that's the opposite. <laughs> Dangerous <That's>, and bumpy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a sequel to Outkast, uh, so fresh and so clean. Like oh yes, so, so, mm-hmm. so safe and so slick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Uh, that <laughs> <laughs> <No, it> was <laughs> Uh, Josie, uh, let's, uh, turn to you.
2: Okay, well, I liked, um, 6 out of 16 tracks, so if I was gonna oh, give it no, a 6 you. out of 16, uh, I'm gonna double like those tracks, though, so it's really a 12 out of 16, um, 12 out of 16 epiphanies, because I feel like that's what Taylor Swift is having right now in her musical career. How does that
1: go, how does that t- t- translate into a 10 scale, though?
2: I don't know, that's a little that's, that's mm, bit too much math 12 that I out of right 16 now. is, uh, 8? Uh, uh,
1: Oh wait, I think it's I think you gave it a seven point
2: five. Yeah. I think gave it a seven point five. Yep. That's, right. that's seven point five 7.5 uh, um,
1: epiphanies. <laughs> First of
2: all, T S
0: gang for life. Uh, okay <laughs> that's, I've never said that in my life.
1: Um now you have to say but, it every time. And now I'm never gonna let you yeah. <laughs> that's like that's like every
0: like uh that's our sign off for every episode. Um <laughs> I really enjoy this record a lot. I, this is my, and this is like my favorite. Maybe it's cause I, maybe it is cause I'm young and naive and like, you know, like <laughs> haven't experienced enough life. Um, but like it really like, you know, hit home of just like the idea of just like, I have a very active imagination. I have a very, you know, sh- healthy, hopefully healthy, like fantasy life. You know, I, you know, and like, I have a lot of premonitions of like what could happen or like, Oh man, I wish that happened. Or I wish, you know, this could have happened. And wouldn't it be great if this happened? Something like that. Like I I think about that a lot um, and uh, really hit home for me. And it really, um, I think um, like everyone has been saying, I really look forward to like what Taylor Swift will do next. I feel like this is an between. This is like a necessary in-between step of her, you know, it really depends. Uh, like, And, like, you know, to, like, cement her legacy as, like, a really great artist. Um, But, yeah, and, like, just a few songs maybe were a little boring is my biggest criticism, really. Like, there wasn't anything actively, like...
1: Like the ones about women's experience. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Snooze fast. <laughs> like um, Just
1: kidding, just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
0: Um but like um hash uh, um
2: <laughs> I'm
1: hashtag kidding. I'm
0: with her for stuff. <laughs> um and now I'm not sure. Nevertheless, she processes <laughs> <laughs> I love all those things. Um but like, um, <laughs> women are great. Um, so
1: like,
0: um, <laughs> women yeah. 10 out of 10, like, by the way, like, wow. Um, thank you.
1: Thanks. Yeah. I'm such a hashtag. Ally. Um, we appreciate like, it. <laughs>
0: I'm so brave. Um, but like, um, yeah, I can't wait to see what she does next. Like, I think this is like, you know, as much as she like, you know, leans on nostalgia and some of her, you know, tricks, you know, that she does like, I, it works for me. It works for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and just like, you know, her storytelling was really nice. And, like, she has a lot of fun turns of phrases that I think are really clever and really smart. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give this, um, hmm, nine dwindling merc- mercurial highs.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Ooh. Uh dwindling right. mercurial highs alright so uh thank you so much Eliza uh that was so much fun like this is a really great episode I had such a we had such a great time um before we uh let's do our <gasps> I've been meaning to listen to that Josie
2: and I did oh and I did I, sorry. Playlist. Playlist. <laughs> Josie
0: yet. isn't usually here <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: I'm filling in Okay I'm a substitute Uh, Yeah yeah Uh, So let's go through
0: our uh, I've been meaning to listen to that And I did playlist um, Where we basically Take a song we've been enjoying And put it on our Spotify playlist Uh, So Who would like to go first
1: I only get to do one
0: Uh, You can do two if you want Yeah that's fine Yeah
1: Okay Then I'm going to say um, Little Green By uh, Joni Mitchell
0: Ooh Click
1: it's not one of the like big hitters that everybody usually goes to first off of blue Blue's is an amazing album all of her albums are amazing but i really love blue and ladies of the canyon probably the best but it's also if you want like heartbreaking and a woman's experience it's about having I a like child half of those and, things I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's about having a child and um when you're unprepared to and giving it up for adoption and Uh, like knowing that that's the right choice but also that that's heartbreaking um and so it's it's a really complex but also beautiful and light folk song uh, oh should i give the second one also
0: if you want yeah like
1: okay yeah i do i mean i've got four but i'll just i'll just pick two of them um the other one i'm going to say is language or the kiss by the indigo girls
0: um oh click
1: Some more, we got more folk going on. It's about their experience as musicians and having to choose, like, what do I want my life to be about—about about performance or love, about the language or the kiss—and those thi- will those things always war with each other, or will I at some point find some harmony with them, or am I am I always going to have to sacrifice one for the other? Um, but both of these songs are—they have that kind of chunky sweater, tactile production. Where
0: you can hear yeah. instruments, not just gloss. That I think mm-hmm. I would love to hear mm-hmm. Taylor Swift get into. Oh, yeah!
2: All right, uh, and uh, do, uh what, do you want to go next, Josie? Sure, um, can I also do two?
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> everybody gets extra songs this week because I'm a bully. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, well, my first pick, uh, has anyone done Maggie Rogers yet? (laughs) (laughs) I am doing two. Have you seen
1: Maggie Rogers does the, like, that song? Yes, I think I'm saying the right thing. Have you seen the video of- Yes, Alaska. Yes.
2: Yes, I love that song. That was actually one of the ones, I was thinking about picking that one, but- Have you seen the video
1: of her and Pharrell?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. So, so yeah. that- cool.
1: Like artists finding each other and being like, oh, we get each other in a different vibe than anyone else in this room does. is very cool. Oh, like she was
2: a student and he heard his song and it was like, this is incredible. And it is incredible. <laughs> an, she's an incredible t- a talent. Um, anyways, the song I'm going to pick from her is um, Light On, which is probably her <gasps> I most I love that song,
0: song. But it's like,
1: click. you believe me now? If I told you I got caught up in a wave you hear me out. If I told you I was it's just
2: it's it's just like it's just the happiest happy bop, but it's not actually happy though. Like it's like a bittersweet song about like um I, th- I think she's said that it's about like kind of discovering what fame is like and because it's kind of like come out of all of a sudden and it's like hey like i'm gonna keep doing this as long as i love doing it and as long as you want to listen i'm gonna keep on making music and i, and I think that's really beautiful so yeah. um it's that's been a song that i've been listening to a lot lately
0: man i really related to as a 25 year old with a podcast where like 100 people
2: listen every song <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um do you have a second pick? My second song, yeah. yes I do. <laughs> this My second pick is off of this um, great comedy album by Eliza Skinner what? and it's called The World Is what? Ending. Yeah, yes. I just did We're that. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you very much the world is
2: ending the world is ending that's what 2020 feels like and it just like it gets it gets a little bit crazy every month so like you know we have four more months of who knows what's coming up yeah. Yeah.
1: thank you very much i appreciate the inclusion
2: <laughs> yeah
1: my
0: pleasure uh you bull- you guys bullied me into doing two songs. This
1: week.
0: <laughs> uh, you
2: didn't even have one, and now you got to pick
1: two.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ooh, uh, ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, so the first pick I'm going to do is "All I Ask" by Adele. Uh, click. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, It's a great song. Uh, It's just like, um, this is like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to if Adele makes a new record, but like, you know, in the meantime, uh, hopefully it's like all Rasta Jamaican and stuff. But like, uh,
1: Oh, geez. uh,
0: But like, this, this is like a really great record. This is a really great song of just like, and it's like right it's like the penultimate song, like where before she's like, um, just like, you know, the last song is her kind of like being happy with her kid and stuff like that. And just like, and, but this is like her, like very much indulging in that, like, just like that heart wrenching heartbreak. And it's just like very cathartic and very lovely. And I think I did a great cover of it just now. Um, (laughs) Uh, and my other pick uh, is That song again no, uh, <laughs> Come on
1: <laughs> It's six minutes You've been long listening to it's something like,
0: <laughs> So the next song is Okay on your own uh, By MXM Tune and Carly Rae Jepsen Click <laughs>
1: to go i'm sorry i hope you understand
0: uh it's such a great song like it's so sweet that like you know it, it's also like very uh fitting because uh MXM be tunes said hey i really want to work with Carly Rae Jepsen Carly Rae Jepsen was like okay and they worked <laughs> together on a song it's really sweet um and it's like a duet of just like you know um you know just like you know someone breaking up with someone and then you know just like uh hope wishing wishing for them the best you know and just like you know i know i couldn't be the one you know to make you feel less alone at night but you know i still you know want what's best for you all that stuff and like you know it didn't have to be meaningless uh so it's a really sweet song i really like it um cool. that's two of them.
1: nice choices
0: yeah <laughs> uh so yeah thank you so much eliza um you're such a wonderful guest this is such a wonderful yeah. experience i like i was very nervous about like because like I, I was a big fan of what you do um but like um, i think that what i think it went well question mark um, but,
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> i agree <laughs> although yeah, my dog is still yeah. asleep we we didn't oh do enough no, to oh, to wake no. him up oh and he still has his little harness on he should take that off <laughs> <laughs> um but uh we uh, where can people find you and anything you would like? They can find me on Twitter at @Eliza_Skinner Skinner or on Instagram at, @e_skins. Uh, my album is available. All the places albums come from um, mm-hmm. online and uh, you can get a physical copy or you can just stream it. It's called regarding oh. my lovers. And also please watch earth to Ned on Disney plus it's uh, not just for kids. It's for everybody, but it's also yeah. for kids. So okay. yeah,
0: yeah. All our audience members are eight-year-olds. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, 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 it's, it's something that, like, people can actually watch with their kids, which a lot of my friends have been like, oh, my gosh, I don't have anything like that. Usually we, they watch annoying stuff that we hate. Now <laughs> we can actually watch a show together. And I'm like, good.
0: So. My stance is like, oh, my gosh, I need to make kids, I guess, so I can watch <laughs>
2: a show. Um,
0: uh, Josie, uh, your uh, handles and uh, you know, anything you'd like to plug.
2: What am I on Twitter? Oh, Twitter. I am Asian Adora, and Instagram. That is also I am Asian Adora. That's my new handle. Oh, yeah. I just came up with it a few days ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rest in peace to Beats by anything Josie. I like to plug. Yeah. <laughs> um actually um so i actually have not slept in a very long time um but the reason being is that this morning i just finished up a song so if you want to check that out it's on soundcloud oh i'm gosh. i don't, I'm on spotify yet but um i'm gonna this is the first time i've written a song that has words in it congratulations
1: so are you also asian oh, adora on spotify i mean on um, on soundcloud no. or is it in your am, name
2: um Oh, that's a good idea. Am good call. I by Josie, but it's actually not up there yet. But I will, I will tweet it and um, put it on okay. Instagram once it's once I once I'm ready so to just it release it. So just let's
1: yeah. keep our, our ears ready.
0: Ears <laughs> to the ground. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, you could follow me at Andrew A Lee on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm not very funny on Twitter. I just like repost <laughs> funnier people than me. Um, but like you know, you could get some sick Eliza Skinner retweets <laughs> on there so often Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> i'm more active on like instagram though so you can follow me at andrew a lee that's a-u-n-d-r-e-w-a-l-e-e you know like um andrew was like uh because like in high school like i called myself andrew because i thought that was funny <laughs> like, yeah. um, um and uh yes uh you could uh, follow the show at i-b-m-t-l-t-t on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you could go to our website, ibmt wait, I've been meaning to listen.
1: To <laughs> IBM <T-L-T-T. laughs> Uh,
0: You could email us, mansplain things to us, uh, you know, send us hate mail at I've been meaning to listen to that at gmail.com. There's no uh apostrophe or whatever. Um and uh yes So thank you so much, Eliza. Uh, We'll conclude with a. (laughs)
1: Woke uh, up
2: the dog.
0: (laughs) uh, We'll conclude with a closing sentiment by Eliza. Oh,
1: Oh, I forgot to do my closing sentiment. Um,
0: All right. Three, two, one. (laughs) Peace, Peace,
1: love, love and and soul. soul.
0: I I guess we were supposed to read it relaxed.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: thank you so much everybody have a great day Ah, watch uh to ned and listen to the record regarding my lovers on all the streaming platforms all right thanks guys